Join our members-only club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time with Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on! I think I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here, especially with this story. I'm going to make you think. I know it's hard for a lot of us to think about stuff because we have so many biases. It's unreal. We want to love clubs. We want to defend clubs. But do we do that when it's wrong? And what do I mean by wrong? The story we got coming up, we covered when it first broke. It was big news. And that's when 15 uh, people from the Grim Reapers, or associates too, you never know with the media, got busted for a pretty big meth ring. It was big. They were making some money out there. Now, you have to say to yourself, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate here, that if you have this kind of activity going on, is it a club still? Because isn't it the club's responsibility to police itself so this kind of stuff doesn't happen? Now, in these times, a lot of bad stuff's happening on the street as regarding drugs. We're talking meth is out there. It's one of the most used drugs in the country. What's even worse is the overdoses that come with it, especially when it's mixed with fentanyl. Us bikers are fathers, grandfathers, mothers, sisters, brothers. So we have a lot of interest in what happens in our community as well, especially when it involves our kids and our grandkids. And I cannot see anyone that can approve of this kind of activity. And I know we're always being accused of putting out the negative because it affects everybody. It puts a negative light on people. You know what? Come on with that. Really? It's like, grow up, get off the frickin' tinfoil hat stuff. Because, let's be honest, when something like this does happen, it makes everybody freaking bad in the citizen's eyes. And you got, it's like taking one step forward, and then this something like this happens, you're looking at ten steps back. But it's a very interesting type of mentality that we have Everybody wants to go against the man. I get it. Boy, do I get it. But at what point do you have to say, you know what? No, that's not what's happening here. That's not cool. You're pushing this poison out in the community, and it's getting in the hands of literal kids. One of the biggest user groups for meth is those from age 25 to 44. And yes, under. 
that's why it's so dangerous. It's addictive real quick. It's like crack, literally, but it's the cheap man's crack. And it gets the hand, in the hands of kids. You have to think to yourself, could this get into its, uh, make its way into my kids? And then to learn that it was delivered by so-called bikers, it becomes a sticky situation there. What am I talking about? Fox59.com, 15 members of Evansville Motorcycle Club sentenced to 100 years, 100 plus years, in federal prison. Again, I don't know if they're all members or not. That's just the way media puts it. You know, somebody can be associate and they're still a member, according to them. 15 members of the Grim Reapers Motorcycle Club have been sentenced to a combined total of 155 years in federal prison for distributing methamphetamine. The large-scale drug operation was based in Evansville, with the regulators identified by the U.S. Department of Justice as 42-year-old Gary Forston and 45-year-old Jason Kyle Wilson, the DOJ said Central Home in, uh, of Owensboro, Kentucky, provided the majority of methamphetamine for the operation. Forston and Wilson worked to supply mid- and low-level deal uh, distributors with controlled substances. The way they're putting it right there, and again, I don't know all the case. I know what it's being said in this article. I'm not going to even try to tell you I know everything about this case. I know when it happened. We covered it a little bit. And now this is the outcome of it. But I have to ask yourself, what do you feel, even if you're in a club, about this type of thing happening? How would you want to feel living in Evansville knowing that there was a major drug ring happening? 155 years, that was for everybody involved. A lot of stuff there. Because, again, methamphetamine's really bad drug. And I always said, I don't get it, man. Why do you need more than freaking weed? But that's just me, man. That's just me. I wanted to look at this right here. Fentanyl, there's 71,238 deaths. From meth, there was 32,856 overdose. Overdose. And with the meth and the way fentanyl is in society right now, I would have to, you know, you're looking at a big, big number. And that was an increase over 2020, because uh, 2020 they had 24,000, and then fentanyl they had 57. So when you mix them uh, two potent boys together, you're getting something right there. And that's why, let's just continue. I'll give you more. Uh, it began in at least 2018. The drug trafficking ring was under investigation starting in 2019 when Wilson was arrested and charged with armed dealing of meth in Evansville. Now, according to this, Holman distributor an estimated 50 pounds, 50 pounds of methamphetamine to members of the conspiracy in 2018 and 30 pounds in 2019 
and investigators identified the Grim Reapers Motorcycle Club on East Diamond Ave in Evansville as one of the many locations where the group would distribute illicit drugs and receive money. Uh, they also got 20,000 uh, or 20 firearms, 10,000. See here. The operation was responsible for distributing over 80 pounds of meth within the Southern District of Indiana. For one, I never thought that, uh, you know, you crap in your backyard, you never got to do that kind of stuff out of a clubhouse. But at the same time, you know, playing the devil advocate role here, doesn't this make everybody look bad? Let's just be honest. Does this make everybody in a club look bad? Because you got people out there that cry and whine, oh, we're shedding light on all the negatives. Yeah, there's a lot of positive in this, this scene. A lot of positive. But there's also situations that you got to stand back, look in the mirror, and say to yourself, is this acceptable? Especially if you're a parent or grandparent. Because nobody wants their kids to get hurt. Nobody wants them to get hooked on this stuff. And if... You have people out there trying to portray the positive, but then you got all this negative happening within the clubs on the front page news. It's something you have to look at. You got to, you know, have some self-reflection about what is acceptable and what is not. Now, it seems like it was the 15 people and the club has a lot more people, so it don't make them the criminals. But what did they know, and did they try to stop it? And I think that's where I'm getting at, is MCs actually policing themselves. Do they know this kind of activity is going on, and do they take steps to get rid of it? Because let's face it, with Rico, and with sentences like this, nobody wants to get involved in that. And I always said, well, you know, people, they stand behind a brother. Is he really a brother when he pushes that kind of crap? And next thing you know, you got law enforcement on your front door. Was he a brother when he was thinking about going on the street and selling this poison? And then he brings it to you and you didn't even do nothing. And then people wonder why the term gang is thrown at clubs all the time is because this is allowed and it's not stopped. Just a lot of stuff to think about. Just think about it. You know, play devil's advocate at some point and put all the biases of we're going to defend the club 1,000%. Or stop worrying about, oh, you know, the negative, negative. You got to confront the negative and, and, to make things better. Let me know in the comments section. Don't forget to join the members only. Rock on. Join the Insane Throttles members only club. Two ways to join over on Spotify and YouTube. Insane Throttle Biker News' channel, by the way. With your membership, you get exclusive content Monday through Friday. China Dow's on there with me. Y'all love China Dow. Also, you get an invite to the yearly Rumble in the 
woods where we get together, have parties, have fun. So make sure you join the Insane Throttles Members Only Club over on Spotify or YouTube. How are you guys and gals doing this morning? We got Trina Dow joining me right now. It's hump day, baby. We're going to be talking about if you won the lottery, what would you do later on in the show? But first, I got a couple things that I want to get off my chest. It's kind of like a rant. So you, ju <laughs> you just sit in the corner, be the China Dow, like right. baby and dirty dancing. All right, bring it. Now, I was all happy. I was in a great mood. You know, that was premiering, you know, our first half of the show. 
And I was watching some of the comments, and it got me aggravated as hell. See, I'm a late bloomer to all this internet drama that happened, I guess, with me clone. Here I am having him on my show, and I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll ask him some questions. Uh, Black Dragon's really going to be handling that interview. A lot, and you know what? The last comment really got to me. It really did, and I kind of put a little reply to it. And that was a guy just came on and said, well, the BSMG are a bunch of washouts. And I was like, what? Washouts. Now, I get down there, it's a certain dominant club. And a lot of people have this deal where they want to be loyal to the bone. Anybody screws up with the club, they are bad people. But what they don't understand was the internal politics that might have caused that breakup. Now, I actually had a different view when the beast started up. I was like, dude, what are you doing? The MG, That I think that's what, uh, you know, and I actually had their founder on and all that kind of stuff. And it bugged the hell out of me. Many people were calling them a pop-up club because that was the thing back then. You know, when we first started, this show was in 2017 on YouTube and 2011 on the podcast platform. So, yeah, that's the way everybody thought. And I think that a lot of people still think that way, but I would have to say they're battle-hardened. And what are you saying, Hollywood? They've been out there back in their patch doing what they got to do for their brotherhood. How can you go and say they're a bunch of washouts when they're going out there back in their patch in one of the hardest places in the country in Texas? I just don't understand that thinking. And that goes to other clubs out there as well. I know because uh, I finally was able to watch that interview with Miklo. I was like, who's, you know, I don't agree with some of the stuff, but we're never going to agree. And I'll address that on the interview. I'm not going to give you any insight on that. But what I can say is, how are you going to tell somebody if they're a real club or not? And I actually covered this in the Hessians video. where. Back then, everybody was fighting for survival. They were they were banging, man. I'm not going to lie to you. They were banging. Back and forth. Biker wars. Hardcore. A lot of people live off of them reputations today. And our thing, as it's called, has taken such a turn, it kind of makes you choke. Because the original purpose of all these clubs was because the AMA turned on them. The AMA wanted to be overlords. They started calling them outlaw motorcycle clubs. So then it turns around, you know, 50 years later where, damn, all these other clubs are now starting like the AMA. They're starting to do the same damn thing. And I think this is a conversation that's going to be had on Sunday. But for those going around bashing a club, uh, there's been stories upon stories of them defending themselves. So I don't see how you can say a bunch of washouts. I did. That aggravated the shit out of me just now. It's like half the time 
I get it that this is entertainment. I really do. This is an entertainment type of deal. This ain't this ain't the real damn world here. Things happen a lot on the street that you're never going to know about. This is just, let's put it plain clear, man. It's the underworld. And anybody who don't think so is a bunch of dumbasses. But for them to come on and give their opinion about something they don't know about, I find that kind of hypocritical. I find it kind of actually stupid. How are you going to go and say that somebody's a bunch of washouts when you've never been around them? Now, I know major clubs where members switched to these smaller clubs and did their thing. What, are they washouts? They went through their probate period and earned it, did their time. I'm just saying, man, it it, kind of, it hit me the wrong way. It burnt my ass hair on that one. It did. My ass is on fire because of that. But do you know what I mean? You, you know, you don't get as much hate as I do. No, not yet. Because you're the nice one. <laughs> That's just like all these people think they know what I do. They think they know everything about me and they base everything on a video they see. It's like, I'm nothing like that <laughs> off air. I'm a damn stupid shock jock. That's all I am. And I give news. But you really don't know me as a person. You might have some idiots running around thinking they do. Because they shook my hand. Or in the case of the, you know, the one psycho bitch. I'm just saying. But those are the type of things that people on the internet run around. And I've been seeing, you know, the comments and all that good stuff of people bashing me glow. If you don't want him wearing the patch, go up to him and go do what you got to do. Don't talk about it. Be Be it, man. If you think you can take his patch, then go try to do it. Do you think he really cares what the hell people are saying on the internet? I know I don't. As soon as I turn off the internet, I go back to normal life. Do I sit there and cry about people, how they're talking about me? No. So, with the Beast MG, if you're thinking they're a bunch of washouts, go try to take their stuff. Okay, and for those that don't know, MG stands for? Motorcycle group. Okay, I'm just saying because I've seen things in chat. <laughs> Others are saying it's more. No, it's a motorcycle group. I got that straight from the founder. I know. I know. I'm not. I'm, and, I'm not. I know what it means. I'm just saying there might be people that don't know. And what it stands the for. reason why they went MG is because Texas, when they started, was a little after Twin Peaks, uh, Waco. And everybody was getting hit down there with cops with the profiling. So they put MG instead of MC on means motorcycle group okay i just for those that need to know inquiring minds i'm just saying i know what it means i ain't dumb (laughs) (laughs) 
And then people are going to go around and say, well, they're a gang. Well, you know what? When you have to, it's either they're going to back their patch or you're going to keep on calling them a pop-up. They're going to get pushed on. What do you want them to do? Let's be honest. Let's be sincere. What what are you going to do if somebody comes up and push-ups on you? I don't understand the hypocrisy. You know, whether you're a patch wearer or not patch wearer, if somebody pushes up on you, you got to stand your ground. You stand your ground and push back. I don't care if you're a guy wearing a patch or you're a, just a guy. You just you stand your ground as and a you man. push back as a man. That's a man's thing to do. Is that gang banging? No. You don't punk out when somebody comes up to you and comes at you. You stand your ground. You back what you got. You ain't got a patch. You back your personality. You back yourself. If you got a patch, you back your patch. Right. Flat out. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be. But then people going around and. Well, they're a gang. That's what gets me in the news media. I can't stand the news media. And I sure the hell can't stand Steve Cook. Well, you were playing that video. He's a pecker. You were playing that video clip, and as soon as I heard him say motorcycle gang, I just started laughing because it's like it's so old hearing the media call motorcycle clubs gangs. At the same time, a lot of uh, the clubs have a responsibility for that because Because they let members out, and I'm doing that one at 1 o'clock today. And if some members act like they're in a gang, then... You make everybody else look like You make everybody look like it, and thus they call you a gang. So act like a club, not a gang. But at the, it just—you know what? I—I I know I'm spending time on it, but it just bit my ass right there. It burnt your butt house. It did. <laughs> How can? And that's where you see a lot of problem within the scene is everybody gives their damn opinion when they don't know the politics behind it. They don't know the people behind it. And everything goes to hell. You got to be a stab. Shut the fuck up. You don't like it? Go take his stuff. You don't like the beast? Go take their stuff then. Stand up to them. Do what you got to do. Anyway. Anyway. That's just my thing on that I like what Jason just said. I think the Greybeards need to step it up a little bit and start really knocking around the new generation more and keep them asses off social media. Well, that's the thing about social media. And he said, wait, at least when it comes to all the club stuff. Ever since I started this, there used to be rules you never, ever put pictures of yourself, did videos of yourself, In your patch. Never ever. Because. You give the feds. All the ammunition they need to come at you. (laughs) They know who you are at that point. It used to be. They had to go in front of the clubhouses. And take pictures during parties. And write down license plates. Now you morons. And I'm sorry to say. You're putting your shit on the internet. And you wonder why you're uh, validated at that point. And there's a lot of old guys that have to deal with these new guys. Yeah, they should step up and say, hey, dumbass. But now it's a new generation, man. It's passing on the torch. What can I tell you? 
but it's going to be how can I say it? More internet based. You got all the clubs out doing it now. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, that's the first thing the cops go to look for. They're going to validate your ass and build all their nice little freaking charts. And all they had to do was sit back, put their feet on the desk, and uh, eat donuts. And they got your ass. Where it used to be, they had to work to validate your ass. Well, now they can check you on social media, including TikTok. Because you know how many of them are on TikTok. And it just amazes me. It does. It amazes me. Why would you want them to be able to validate you off of social media? Well, it's like, I'm not going to name names, but there was one that was on TikTok that actually showed the outside of their clubhouse, the inside of their clubhouse. That's, you know what? To somebody like me is insanity. I mean, I'm, I, I watched. You it. just gave them a blueprint to the cops to raid your ass. And your location. <laughs> like, total location. Because there was, like, the street sign right there. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are dumb. Unbelievable. Anywho, in other news. <laughs> other news. That was my little rant. That just got my ass. It bit my ass a little bit. <laughs> in other news. You know, with everybody going around saying this one's fake, that one's fake. Well, shut up and go do something with them then. Go ahead. So they have this new warning out, peeps. There is actually a new drug out there. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's Zili- it's called Zelixine, otherwise known as Trank or Trank Dope. I can't keep up with all these designer drugs. And it's also known as the zombie drug. It's you- wreaking havoc in major cities across the country, and it has devastating effects. You know what? All you have to do is go on the south side of Chicago. If you ever wanted to see live jo- zombies, just go over there. This drug can actually literally rot the user's skin. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. You're shitting me. What's this thing called? Zelixine. It's basically called the Trank Dope or Zombie Drug. While this this drug was approved by the FDA for veterinary use, but it is not safe for humans. So basically, it's for animals. It's for animals. What the hell are they doing taking this? (laughs) They said that this substance, and this is from the New York Post, this substance, which seems to first appear in Philadelphia before migrating west to San Francisco and L.A., was used for cutting heroin, but most recently has been discovered in fentanyl and other illicit drugs. Oh, my God. You know what, guys? If you want to get high, smoke weed. Stay away from all this stuff. It's going to kill you. It's just like I have a conversation at 1 o'clock today. It was the Grim Reapers. They just got their sentences handed down over 155-plus years between 15 members because they had a meth drug ring. And I make the argument of, you know what? All of us are parents, grandparents, most of us. And do you want that shit in the hands of our kids? I don't care who does it. They're low lives. I'm sorry if they're a part of a club or not, they're low lives. I just don't believe in that stuff. So one o'clock today, it's going to be premiering. Go ahead. And this drug, those who that overdose on this drug do not respond to Narcan. 
Oh, they're dead at that point. Mm -hmm. Zaluxine causes a sedative-like symptoms such as excessive sleepiness, right, respiratory RJ? depression, as well as raw wounds that become severe and spread rapidly with repeat exposure. So does that mean it's a very highly addictive drug? Mm -hmm. And these people are actually taking it. Yes. Why would you want to do that to your body? Maybe I don't understand people's thinking no more. Maybe I'm on the outside. Because I would have never imagined anybody wanting to do that to their body. That's mm -hmm. just like meth. Do you ever see them pictures of meth users before and after? I'm talking you can have a bomb-ass cheerleader. Pretty as, pretty as an angel. Next thing you know, she gets hooked on meth and look at her. Sores all over the place. Body all screwed up. Just to chase that high. We talked about that on the members only uh, video yesterday. About trying to help people off of drugs. And when it's time to let them go. It's unbelievable. Well, in New York. They reported 2,668 New Yorkers that died in overdoses in 2021 of this drug. I agree, Jason. Weed, shrooms, and acid. That's all you need for a good time. Uh, Sam, who's 28, who uses this drug, says Trank is basically zombifying people's bodies. Until nine months ago, I never had wounds. Now I have holes in my legs and my feet. Now, I think that it should be pulled. I think they should revoke the approval. And here is here is my thing, my question, which they do not give the answer to this. Because I've read three articles on this, this and this morning alone. If this is veterinary use only. I what what are people stealing it? How are they getting the access? are probably getting it out there. So, it's it's so easy now to make synthetic variations of these drugs. Once you put it out, somebody's going to learn how to make that shit. There's well, a lot of chemists in this world. According to the beginning of this year, because this article was done yesterday, mm -hmm. Zelixine has been discovered in 36 states. And it's spreading rapidly right there then. Yes. So what needs to be done is so, it to be pulled from the market. If people are doing heroin, anything with fentanyl, now you got to watch out. And this might be in your drugs because they use it to cut heroin. They use it with fentanyl. Oh, my God. What so, happened to baby powder? <laughs> baking soda. Yeah. What happened to that? <laughs> Mixed with your coke. Not, you know what? I thought drug dealers are supposed to make <laughs> their damn customers happy, not kill them. So this is weed, the new drug. mushrooms, acid. That's all you need. You don't need this heavy crap, and you sure the hell don't need to put poison like this in your body. You probably use it on horses or some shit. Yeah, it doesn't specify what type of animals it is used on, but it is like a tranquilizer. So I would assume it would be on a bigger animal, like for procedures or whatever. But it is a tranquilizer. And this is, I mean, I, I, 
I know I, I, I was told don't bring in sad stuff, but I saw this and I was, <laughs> this had to come out because Chase, fuck HPV. <laughs> because of the fact that this is the newest thing out there and people might not be aware. It's just, wow, you get left speechless with what humans will do to get high, to get high and destroy themselves. And the U.S. government's one of the biggest drug dealers around, just like they said in the chat room. And the sad part is, is if they overdose on, let's say, heroin mixed with this, this drug, Narcan doesn't work. You're done. So you're dead. You overdose on this medication, you're done. So it, it really is, you're dead. There's no coming back from this one. There's no coming back. <sighs> My gosh. The, I mean, a lot of people that, that they've found that have been messed up on this medication, their skin dies, so they end up, and amp- they end up having to amputate body parts because the and skin even is this dead. Star- even this starts going on, they still take it. They'll still keep going because hey, they want me. that high. Look at your skin's falling off. Oh, I need another hit. You stupid! And this stuff is done by injection only. So anything that oh is- great, here we go with that injections. Yeah, so spread I- some more AIDS. Spread some more Hep C. You dumbasses. So any but any drug that is done by injection because it is liquid form. This is what could if be If it's liquid form, yeah, somebody's, uh, you know what? It probably started with a vet freaking putting it out there on the, uh, the Black drug market. market. And next thing you know, a chemist came along and was able to duplicate the formula and then enhance it at that point. That's probably what happened. Which is very possible. So now that once you get a drug out in the public, it's done. It's over with. Well, there's a 39-year-old out there named Tracy in New York that said she would, because she did this drug, and she'd wake up in the mornings crying because her arms were dying, and they literally were. But she still kept doing it. Yeah. That's the epitome of being stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Maybe we got different morals. Maybe we think different. I don't know what it is, but come on, people. They say stay away from it. They say it it gives the high of like an opiate, such as fentanyl. And with this drug, it extends the high. Hollywood, I hope to God no one tries to figure out how to inject drugs with tattoo equipment and get the tattoo industry all messed up. Well, you know, uh, there are ways. Yeah. Not a lot of people know it, but there are ways. It's a sad thing. And you know what? Those pictures of meth users make me sick. And I think that's well, one of the reasons I go so hard in the video coming up today is because of that. The pictures with this one, literally, if you've all seen The Walking Dead or anything. HPV, you really got Chase screwed up. Any videos or any movies that have zombies where they're walking all hunched over. That you is- all need Jesus. That is exactly what these people look like. They are literally hunched over and like walking like a zombie. How do you even help somebody like that? The, can't help that those don't want to be helped. 
Are those the ones you throw in isolation and just get it out of them? I don't know. I have no idea. So in other news, this one. Chase was- keeps on bringing up HPV. You know what? Huh? And every, every, there's no test for it for men. And most of men have it already. They just don't know it. Don't most men have no most is it true or not it is 100 true most men already have hpv yes because it's the most transferable std out there mm-hmm. and there's no test for a man nope none i think that's discrimination against man i got laid last night and kind of worried well if you didn't uh wrap the rascal she probably had it and you can't and there's no way to know if you You got to look up the statistics of how many women have hpv it has to be in the high 90s and what once it's in the high 90s you really don't got a chance man uh let's see here uh chase for real zombies i got two swords sharp and ready to go Oh my God, the stuff. And I think it has to do with a lot of evolution. And you know what? I have to give these climate change, you know, psychos a little shout out. With all this melting stuff from different uh, continents, there's been a lot of dormant viruses out there that are now showing up because they've been under thousands of years of ice. And now all of a sudden it's back in the thing. You know, our ancestors you used to be inoculated against anthrax. Mm-hmm. Now it kills us because we haven't been exposed to it. My name is uh, my ex's name, Kindus. Uh Richard uh pubic warts. There's a lot more than pubic warts. Uh, uh you want to know the percentage? Yeah, I want to know the percentage of women who have HPV. 80% of women will get at least one type of HPV at one point in their lifetime. Whether it's spread vaginal, orally, or anally. You screwed. (laughs) Chase is screwed. (laughs) You're welcome, Chase. So if if Chase was with 10 women. One out of the two. No, eight of them. Eight out of 10. Eight out of 10. You got it, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> you got it and you know and what a man won't so show that the most that they will show is they warts. will get warts on their wiener but most of the time it lays dormant within them yeah man oh my gosh ah <laughs> oh, we're all going to hell now we're all going so this one was sent to me uh chicago and off duty chicago feeder off duty cop shouted i'll kill you before fatally shooting a man who grabbed for her gun during a struggle with a robbery. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you shoot him? She says, didn't I just say I'd kill you? Chase, you ain't safe, man. You got that HPV stuff, I'm telling you. And- or, ask your doctor about it. He'll tell you the same thing. And she did shoot the guy that was tr- attempting to rob her. The off-duty officer eventually left her apartment building trying to defuse the conflict. Yeah, and it's all caught on video cam. Jesus. And her screaming that she will kill you. Let me guess. Let me guess here. 
Mm. They're going to try to arrest her. They're actually trying to sue her for $10 million. The robber. And the city of uh, Chicago. Oh, you stupid people. Because she was off duty, but she was still wearing, carrying her weapon. So they're going to try to sue her for defending herself during a robbery. Yeah. You know, you liberals make so, you know no damn sense. You know what they're trying to get, get her with? Excessive use of force. Dude was robbing her. And trying to go for her gun. And saw that she had a gun and went for her gun. She got it first. She shot him. Now they want $10 million from the city of Chicago for excessive force. <laughs> Chase, I got to go call a doctor for a friend's cousin, sister, brother. <laughs> Dwayne, a lot of masturbation going on. Uh, yeah, Chase, you're about fucked. Because he said, what about 50 and 80% of that is what? You know, like 40 or something like that? <laughs> you're screwed, buddy. You screwed. And let's hope so uh, one time that it never gets to court. The problem in Chicago is it's Crooked County and it's all these damn leftist progressive judges. Well, because she and they're going to let it go. And it's and it's the estate that's going for the lawsuit because the, the robber died from the shooting. So the the robber would have faced counts of attempted robbery and aggravated battery, but they're not going to appear in the court records because of the fact that he died. Of course, they're not going to let everybody know what was happening. It's just like a lot well, of the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff they covered up. Well, this is this is going to be easy to know what happened because it was caught on an outside camera that had sound. Mm -hmm. And it, the sound and the video is out there because I watched it the video. It says, check the video out, everyone. Shytown or YouTube, uh, Dottie says he seen that video it was her personal weapon he deserved it uh mm, thank you dirty knobs for the story dirty knobs gave it to you yeah okay you know a lot of them give us the stories man they, they really helped you out because you know if you don't come prepared i usually yell at her yeah i get in trouble she gets in trouble i get in trouble but i think it was totally justifiable for her to pull her weapon and shoot well that he's trying to rob her for one for two he tried to he saw that she had a weapon and grant and tried to get it yeah so all she did was defend herself they can't say excessive force she wasn't on duty and women and hey have it bad as it is y'all gotta watch out some of these women <laughs> they'll shoot your ass <laughs> they're gonna get you <laughs> you better stop robbing people <laughs> damn right man Holy cow. So would you like a dumb criminal? Yeah, I want a dumb criminal. In Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, here we go. Tennessee, not so bright it already starts. <laughs> a man was taken into custody after Memphis police said he ate two bags of chips that someone else stole from a convenience store. Oh, my God. February 9th, a man got in an argument with a store clerk because she wouldn't sell him beer. The man then took the entire display of chips and put them in his car. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just like Lilo. My friend that I grew up with is uh, father. Vietnam Betty was so screwed up in the head after coming back from Vietnam. Heavy drinker, heavy weed smoker. And he got so uh, screwed up one day. He walked in the Frank's nursery because it was Christmas time. <laughs> Is he the one that stole the tree? Stole the Christmas tree, and lights and out? anything, lights, and walked right the hell out. 
So when he took this entire display of chips while walking with the display to his vehicle, bags fell off the stand and fell on the ground. So other people picked them up off the ground and they're like, ooh, free chips. So the suspect <laughs> drove off with the chip, the chip display in his car. Hey, let me ask you something. And another man took some chips that were valued at $5 and got arrested. <laughs> Ouch. Let me ask everybody something. If there was an armor car wreck and money was spewed all over the place, would I'd you, pick it up. I'd be the first one to I'd go I'd be grab. there. I'd be there. I'd be picking it up. I don't even care. I'd be it's, it's, uh, I'd it's be, on the ground. It's free. I'd be punching people to get out of my way to get that shit. <laughs> it's on the ground. It's free. Go get me that jewel bag, man. Give me a Walmart bag. I'd be out there getting me some. <laughs> I'd be putting it in every pocket, sticking it in my pants. That's my money. <laughs> if it's on the ground, it's free. <laughs> it's free. Oh, man. That's just like if somebody threw money off a roof. I'm taking it. You're damn right. Or you know what? You always have. It happened at Midway Airport in Chicago. There was a car chase. And a guy threw a bag of $20,000 at the fence in Midway. So there was a guy that worked for Midway Airport and found it. The dumbass gave it back. I'd be like, finders, keepers. <laughs> I don't Come care on. if it's illegal or not. You throw 20 grand out there. I ain't giving nothing back. I'm running. I'm seeing you later. I'm going to buy me a new bike. <laughs> You're like, peace out, mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel the need for this country to do a clear uh, cleans on stupid idiots and let this moron. <laughs> so violent today. <laughs> so we got a new notification from the Pentagon that it has a new memo out. Uh, here we go. They I have... was talking about this last night. And you know what? The minute I got off of there. The minute I ended that live stream last night, they took my video down. Go figure. The minute I ended, thank God I'm using recording software where I can put it on the podcast platform. Right. But they took it down. I was so pissed. It was a good show. So the new memo published on uh, the 17th. Well, this was published literally on the on Tuesday, yesterday, but it's dated the 17th. It's a memo stating from the Pentagon to told all military personnel to stop eating poppy seeds. What? Mm -hmm. Consuming poppy seeds could result in a codeine positive drug test, the memo says. Some poppy seed varieties have higher codeine contamination than previously thought. And see, the bad thing about the military is once you sign up, they own you. So you got to do what the hell they say. So in this memo, it says all military personnel should avoid eating poppy seeds because it could cause them to fail a drug test. Recent data suggests certain poppy seed varieties may have higher codeine contamination than previously reported. Consuming the seed could cause codeine positive urinalysis. If you're not getting uh, notifications on any of the channels, you got to hit uh, the bell notification and all. If you don't do that, you won't get the notifications sent to you. So, yeah, there's the legit. It was, uh, yeah. 
looks like it was on Twitter where they posted it. Somebody posted it. And it says, Memorandum for Secretaries of the Military Departments. Subject, warning regarding poppy seed consumption and military drug testing. Directly from the Under Secretary of Defense, Washington, D.C., with the little stamp on it. Well, that was stupid. Anyway, let's go to our main subject today. That is, if you won the lottery, what would you do? And I would have to say personally, I'm not one of them type of guys that are going around and spending all kinds of money. I would go buy a freaking ranch or a farm, a lot of acreage, uh, a nice new truck, a couple bikes, some equipment, tractors and stuff, and that would be it. And then I'd live on the rest of it for the rest of my life. Invest in a couple businesses to make some money, but I'm not going to go out there and buy super yachts or cars. That's just me. I couldn't do what a lot of people do with their money. When they win this stuff, they go hog wild. And they it's funny. A lot of the people that win the lottery, they go broke. Yeah. They do. What about you? What would I do with it? Pay off all debt, including my medical. Yeah. And I would actually... The next thing I would do is pay off our daughter's college tuition. Well, that comes in the bills. Yeah, I would pay that off. And then I would buy myself a Jeep Wrangler. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I want one. Mm-hmm. I really want one. I don't like the new ones. I like the old school ones. Yeah, but you're, those things are way out there in price. But I can't see anybody going out there and buying a $200,000 Ferrari. It's just not practical if you ask me. It's bad enough, you know, somebody's <laughs> newer. And I wouldn't even go with a newer truck. It would be a used one in the thirty-five dollars to $40,000 range, not one of these $100,000 ones. I just think a lot of my life wouldn't change. Well, thanks, Dwayne. He said he'd buy that for me if he won. There you go. <laughs> if Gio won the lottery, he would pay for Chase's HPV treatment. Too bad you can't get treated as a man. It's there. It's done. You ain't getting rid of it. It's like old luggage that's in your attic. It never leaves you. <laughs> never leaves you. But there are people... I guess if you want to splurge, they say, go splurge, but don't go buy a $10 million mansion. And you, and you got to be careful because when you win one of these big, huge jackpots, a lot of states, I know Illinois does, Illinois, you have to come forward and your name gets out there in the news. And then everybody and you their have, mother comes you out. You have to disclose your name. And there are some states out there where you do not. Years ago in Illinois, you did not have to disclose. But within the past 10 years, you have to disclose your name. And what I think for those that win that kind of money, it really starts showing who your friends were and who wasn't. Because they all come with their hands out. Mm -hmm. And I think that is despicable 
you wouldn't have any contact with this person before the money, but after the money, you come running. And I think it goes to rich guys that are like in their 40s and 50s. All of a sudden, you can get an 18-year-old blonde bombshell if you had the money. And what is, you know, you're a woman. Yeah. What are they thinking? An 18-year-old that wants to be with a 50-year-old man. They're just thinking about the money. That's all it is. Yeah. Because it, they will take one for the team just to get all that money. It's not practical for a relationship like that to last. Mm. Me, I always had this rule. If, you know, you died and I had to do a radio show from your funeral. <laughs> I would go two years younger and five years older. That's it. I'm not interested in anybody younger. What happened to your two 25-year-old blondes? That's just an expression. <laughs> you just know you'd have to retrain, huh? No. Yeah. That's, I think that's it's a lot of work. I think it's sick, actually. It's a lot of work to retrain. No, I think it's sick. And I think it, it's disgusting. And a lot of people would be like, you know what, Hollywood, you're stupid, you're nuts, but that's just the way I think. Now, see, Richard, I would probably do that, too. I would, I would want to buy the place I normally hang out at. <laughs> I would. I would. But what do you think about men that are older that want these younger women? To each their own. No, you can't come off with the to each their own. You don't find it if a 50-year-old man wants to go for a younger kid that they can be old enough to be their freaking grandfather. You think that's right? Do I think it's right? No. I don't think anybody should. Okay, this is going to sound so stupid. Well, it's you. Shut up. But it's how I feel. I don't think you should date somebody or be with somebody because they have money. I'm not bringing up the money part. I'm bringing about, well, your friend, for exist, example. She's not my friend. Whatever. <laughs> he was 40-something. Yeah, she was 21. 21. Yeah. What did you think about that relationship? I did. I gave him a whole bunch of warnings from the beginning. That was stupid. But do you think that could have screwed up her mind? Yeah. And why do you say that? I think it screwed her mind up. Well, she seems to have a thing for older guys because she's freaking 25 and now she's dating a 56-year-old. Or actually, she just married him. She married a 56-year-old? Yeah, she married the guy she's dating on Christmas Day. Why she's being pimped out? By her now husband. So wouldn't you <laughs> consider that trafficking? Yeah. Where he's 50, uh, it's he's never going to last. He's 56. So by time she's 50, he's going to be dead. Probably. In the ground. Mm -hmm. So what kind of relationship was that other and, than and, taking advantage and, and of her? And as a mother, because she is a mother of three children, why would you marry someone that lost his job for being a pedophile? Well, that's true. And okay, and he's fifty six. But I'm looking past. And he's that. a known drug dealer. Yeah, but I'm look. Uh, I'm looking past that. You're not understanding. 
I'm talking about the I age don't, difference. I don't understand why the young women want to go with an older man. Maybe they've got, they got wrinkly balls. Maybe they've got daddy issues. I don't know. Do you think that's what it could be? Is daddy issues? It could be. They're, they they feel they they didn't get love from daddy, so they decide they're gonna get it from another man. That's and yeah, they got daddy issues. Mm -hmm. One time, in all honesty, it never works out. But I would take thirty five and up. Do you think that's a good one? Thirty five years of age and up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you wouldn't say lower than that because I would never say lower than thirty five because they're young and dumb. They're good for a pump is what a lot of people they're, would say. They're like a one-hit wonder. The young ones. The young ones. If you go under 35, it's a one-hit wonder. But Just to say you did it. Just, just to be like, yeah! Just check it off your damn Because other than list. that, I think they're screwing with somebody's mind. They're young and dumb and they don't get it. They're not, they don't get life yet. If they're in their 20s and you're in your 40s or 50s, they don't, the 20-year-olds the, the don't get life yet. They don't understand yet. They haven't lived it yet. Mm -hmm. Then you throw in somebody that has money. And then you get control mm -hmm. at that point. Well, then at that point, if you're in your 50s or 60s and you got bank and you got somebody under the age of 30. Mm -hmm. You basically control that person because you basically because own them with the money. You own them because of that money. Because once they get the, the they taste get of the high life, yep. they're, they're not going to want to go back to being poor. Nope. They're not going to want to go with anyone their own age because that's what they're used to. Mm -hmm. And if anything happened with that relationship, guess what they're going to do? That 22-year-old or whatever is going to go find somebody the same age because that's what the lifestyle they're used to. They're not going to date anyone their own age. Especially if a guy gives them a $10,000 a month credit card. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be used to it. And I actually think that they're being taken advantage at that point. I agree. They're 100% being taken advantage of. But the girls are dumb enough to do it. That's just like some of these girls. You know, Hugh Hefner with the wrinkly dick before he dies. He had all these bombshells around him. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? It's like they want to lower themselves in order to get that money. Well, and Jason makes a good point. It's same in reverse, too. Why would an older lady actually want to date a younger man? Only difference is that situation uh, society knows it's mainly just sex. And I agree. It's just about sex. It is just about sex. Because a woman ain't going to fall for a younger man. Well, they claim they do. They claim they do, but in all honesty, is that the case? No. It's because you're in your 50s or 60s and you got a 28-year-old. 20, yeah, you're just getting pumped. You're just getting good sex. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. 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 Or you can train them. But like I said, on the other side of the coin, you got men doing it. I know men are doing it for control at that point because they're going to use her as a prop. And if it's a woman, if it's an older woman that's got bank, I think it's the same scenario. Well, of course you own that man. You own that 28 year old. He ain't going to go nowhere because no. he, he knows where the money's at. Mm -hmm. And I think money does evil things. 
And I actually said to myself, that's why I only spend two or three dollars on lottery tickets. But I'll never win it, and I'm okay with that. Because I like the person that I am. I like the lifestyle that I live. That I don't need that excess, if you will. Well, and it's like, as far as winning the lottery, I mean, I, I only play it when, I, you know, I'm picking up your ticket. I don't spend money on playing like Mega or Powerball or any of that stuff because one, the odds mm. okay, are ridiculous. And two, I honestly hate shopping. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate shopping. But I'm it's not one- only to shopping. You know, you get people that say, look at all these people that have yachts. Why? And they're old ass people and they got all these babes walking around. I think I'd be the type of person if I ever won the lottery, I wouldn't flaunt it. But at the same time, I'm not gonna the, buy the man has to know that them women are around there for money. Basically, what he's doing is buying them. Yeah. He's buying the, their body and they're letting themselves be bought. And I think that's why I think it's disgusting. Why would you want to sell your body? To somebody that's three times your age. I mean, why would you? Do you think if he dies, you're going to get the money? No, he's probably going to give it to somebody else. You stupid. Or if he's got kids, it's going. It's going going to the kids. Or it could be going to the ex-wife. You ain't going to see it. And especially if they won't marry you. That's just like Anna Nicole Smith. Before. Yeah, it's a tall tale sign. Look, look at what she had to go through to get money off her husband that died. Mm -hmm. What was he like? Ninety. Yeah, he was ninety years old. What are you doing? And she had to go through a handbasket against the family. And the family won, didn't they? She got some, but... Some, but not as much as she thought she was no, going to get. No. And she ended up dying anyways. But it's like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to put yourself in that kind of situation? I don't know why people do it. Money, I don't does think not, that... money doesn't bring freaking happiness. Does it bring you no bills? Yeah, it's going to bring you no bills. But at the same time... Instead of enjoying life, you turn into a person. You're going to turn that's into always somebody worried you're not. about. No, it's always about worrying about having that money, and never letting go. Yeah, it's gonna, that's all it's about. I mean, it's going to change. I think a lot of times it's going to it's going to change who you are. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make you happy, but it's going to change who you are. And you might look. You might be that person that looks down on other people mm-hmm. because hey, I got all this money. And now all of a sudden you're better than everybody. You're better than everybody now because you have all this money now. Mm. Oh, man, I've seen some people like that. Some people. Well, that's just like if you think about it, like people that inherit money, like a lot of money, Mm -hmm. they become different. Oh, in a heartbeat, they become different. And the money you inherit, it don't last. One thing I don't understand about millionaires and billionaires with kids. Put the lottery aside. If you built a business like you did. Why in the hell would you not want your kids to work and accomplish it? Why give them anything? Make them work. Don't make them into little pricks. My my dad, he, he was well off. And he made all of us get jobs at 15. 
Mm -hmm. And at that point, he wouldn't, the most he would do is he would help us to get up to get like if we had a goal like we wanted a specific car wanted this wanted that he would help us okay i, I was a favorite so i got more than help but mm -hmm. he would make you work and if you didn't work he didn't give you money you had to work that's the way it's supposed to be <coughs> geo when i have money it all it goes to hookers and blow <laughs> the geo yeah, I say go out and splurge a little bit, but damn, I just don't. Maybe it's because I don't understand the their mindset. Their mindset's off to me. I'd want to be comfortable and to be honest. Okay, here's a question. If you won the lottery, would you still work? I, I'd freaking die if I didn't work. I'd still work. I couldn't do it. I'd go crazy. Because I'd be like, I, I wouldn't want to miss out on the normal day repetition that I go through every day. Mm -hmm. I could, I could, maybe I'd go to part-time, but I'd still work. Nah, I'd have to work, man. I don't want to be bored. Because once you have nothing to look forward in life, when you get older, you die. Because if you think about it, you win that lottery. That money's not going to be there forever. Yeah, if, it if is you, if you invest it if smart. You, if you do the smart thing, but not everyone does no. the smart thing. They get it in a lump sum and they spend it. That's why I believe in the annuities from the state. You spread it out over 20 years. You pay last taxes. And, but and you're not, not to blow mention, it all. you can designate that money to. They ripped. You can, you can designate that money. You know, well, if you pass and you still have all that money, you can, you know, you have beneficiaries. It goes to them. Mm -hmm. So, like, if we won the lottery and something happened to us, it goes to the kids. I would hope that it lasts generations. Yeah, and hope that our kids don't go spend crazy. Well, our daughter might. She's an Amazon junkie. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be buying, like, one of everything on Amazon. You see one room in her apartment with all boxes. Amazon and it's boxes. stupid stuff. And it's dumb shit. It really is. Oh, my God. She gets some dumb stuff. Uh, if you're not a part of the Throttle Club, because we're going to be going over to the members-only uh, chat on Insane Throttle Biker News, go ahead and join it over on there or on Spotify. But what a discussion today. It was all awesome hearing you. Uh, Chase, I'm sorry, but you got HPV. And the rest of you probably do too because it's an 80% chance with women having it. And you go in there and stick your peckers in, not having a rubber on. So you probably got it as well. So we'll catch you tomorrow for those that ain't members. You all have a good one. Rock on, baby. over the place we're online 24 7 24 7 this station is now the ultimate power in the universe Hollywood's motorcycle madhouse on spotify and itunes radio I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jack. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. 
Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.